Welcome back. This is the Millennial Mental Health Podcast. Today I have with me Hannah. Hannah, would you mind introducing yourself? Hi. Um, yeah, my name is Hannah. Um, I am a current master's student at the University of Denver. Um, yeah, and I am a practicum student here at Well-Minded Counseling. Well, I'm glad that you decided to join us today for a conversation on body positivity. So we're just going to jump right in and start with the conversation starters. So the first question is, what does the body positive community mean to you? You know, I think the body positive community is really diverse. um, And I think that's the beautiful part about it. I think what it really means to me is that it's helped me personally feel a lot more confident in myself, but it's also helped my friends and other people feel a lot more confident in themselves and being able to like not feel like their worth is less just because of their body. Um, and so what it means to me is I just, I think it honestly just means uh, freedom a lot. Um, of course there's like obviously a lot more we can do, but I think just like in general, there's been such a nice movement of body positivity that, people are just starting to feel more comfortable in themselves. And I think that that's great. Yeah, I think the body positive community really, in my mind, hopefully will be the beginning of the end of the rapid amount of people who engage in disordered eating. Um, I know when I was a teenager, body positivity wasn't even a thing, right? Like I grew up in the 90s. So it was a lot about like, let's eat sugar-free and fat-free everything. And so I think now that the body positive community is really out there and loud, trends like that or things like that are now questioned a little bit more rather than just people diving straight into it and not even like considering like, is this actually like good for my body or is this like a part of me being positive about my body and kind of weighing those things out where before there wasn't really another conversation happening alongside diet culture. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny because, um, I feel like I grew up mostly in like the early two thousands and like kind of, you know, went to high school in the, yeah, I guess kind of also the early two thousands, but, um, I, it, it was body positivity was also really not a thing then. And I honestly couldn't even tell you like when it started. Um, it it kind of almost felt like one day I woke up and all of a sudden it was like body positive, like a body positive community was a thing. But, um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's just been such a recent thing and um, maybe it's thanks to Gen Z. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) Well, according to the almighty Google body positivity, the movement actually started in 2012. So I was already out of even college by the time that this body body positive community started. Yeah, no. Um. So I that that makes a lot of sense because I was just out of high school. So like I was just going into college. So um, I think that's kind because of, you know college is just so different because you're not like surrounded by the same people all the time, and it it just like by pure statistics it's going to be a like larger group of people um so there's a lot more diversity i would think usually um and so high school i feel like is where this body positive movement 
is the most important. Um, so yeah, I guess that's why I didn't see it in high school. Yeah, I think it's important for people to begin learning about it probably in the, like their tween ages because that's usually when most eating disorders develop um, or disordered eating habits develop. But I think it obviously it could help like any age range, right? Like even people who are like 40, 50, 60, sometimes I end up talking about body positivity with them and they're like, yeah, like, I don't know, this just wasn't a part of the conversation when I was a kid. And now the fact that we're having this conversation helps me feel like we can move forward rather than just always be trapped in this idea of the ideal body. No, definitely. Um, yeah. Now the ideal body is so different, right? So now you kind of look and it's, I, I mean, you know, of course there's still things out there, especially with like things like TikTok or Instagram. There's a lot of fitspo that goes around and things like that. So it still of course exists where people are made to almost feel uncomfortable about their bodies. But I feel like there is a farther range of like what people think is quote, the perfect body or the beautiful body. Mm -hmm. I have so much things to say, but I'll start <laughs> with the next question. Um, just to keep moving along. Uh, what do you think are the pros and cons of the body positive community? Yeah. And I, and I think I touched on this like a little bit earlier, but you know, the pros are definitely that people feel a little bit more comfortable in their body. Um, and I think that that is something that we kind of can sometimes take for granted, like feeling comfortable in our body, but it's something we live in every single day. So being able to not like, you know, hate the form you're in is something that is really liberating. I think the con can be um, just like being sensitive to how certain people have like dealt with their trauma or are dealing with their trauma currently. I think there's a big kind of push to um, use the word fat. And sometimes that can be triggering to some people. It's also really liberating to some people. So it's like, it's kind of more, I think, being very um, cautious and like, what's the word for it? Being really aware of like the person who you're talking to is and kind of like how they view their experience. Um, because kind of like if someone, you know, finds the word fat really triggering and you're kind of putting the word fat on them, that can be kind of a, a hard pill for that person to swallow and could really trigger them. So I think it's really just about kind of the, the con can really be that sometimes I feel like it can um, almost lump everyone's experience into one thing Whereas like it's, it's very vastly different how people have like dealt with um, their bodies or have felt about their bodies or anything like that. So I think it's just about the body positive community being a little bit more open of the scope of how people have experienced their bodies over their lifetime. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pros that we've already kind of touched on and you just mentioned again. Um, I think that the con sometimes, just like you mentioned the word fat, mm -hmm. like I feel like the body positive community is trying to retake fat almost as if, almost like women retaking the word bitch, right? Like <laughs> now being a badass bitch is like a good thing. But when I was growing up, if someone called you a bitch, that was like really negative and, and hurtful. Right. Um, and now I watch a lot of body positive influencers on YouTube and Instagram and they, I've heard them say the word fat and I'm like, Ooh, wow, that like might be really triggering to somebody and they may not want to be a part of the body positive community 
if they're hearing the word fat because it's so triggering right. um, to them. I also think there's this interesting, almost like shaming that happens mm-hmm. by like, oh, you're not being body positivity or body positive because like you're complaining about the size of your breasts or you're complaining about the size of your butt or you're getting lip injections or you're doing like X, Y, and Z. Like you're not a par- part of the body positive community. So you can't say that you're a part of it because you're doing X, Y, and Z and you're commenting on your body and or you're trying to be healthy or you're trying to like exercise. Like I've watched a lot of influencers try to like toe that line of like they want to be healthy for the sake of being healthy like by exercising or eating healthy or their doctors like giving them a a prescription of a diet based on some other medical condition like PCOS or hypothyroidism or something and they show that and then suddenly people are like, you're not part of the body positive community. You're not doing what you told us all we should be doing. Like, how can I trust you to be body positive if you're doing X, Y, and Z? And I just think if the body positive community recognized or members of it recognize that not everything is so black and white. Like that is the beauty of what the body positive community is supposed to be about. Right. Is not it to be this like hard line of like healthy or unhealthy or fat or skinny or whatever, like there's a spectrum and it's almost like the health at every size should be promoted maybe even more than body positivity, or it should be integrated in a more like tight fashion, I think, in order for it to be super successful amongst all people. Yeah, no. And I think too, like, uh, that's a, a good point is body positive is a word that I feel like gets almost drilled into you. And there are people who have spent their whole entire lives hating their body. And so just being like, Oh, all of a sudden I love my body is like, not super. It, it's, it might not happen. Like you can't force somebody to love their body, but you can work towards at least body neutrality, which I think is a phrase that like the body positive community doesn't love all the time because it means being very kind of neutral and being like, Hey, this is what I have, you know, kind of like I, I, you know, I spent a lot of years like having trauma based on my body. And like, I, it's really hard to flip that switch. And I think that the body positive community does need to be a little bit more flexible on how they accept what's considered body positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even start oftentimes with clients working towards body tolerance, right? Like just not walking around hating it and then walking around and then moving to body neutrality and then, you know, body positivity as this like ultimate goal. But understanding that there might be times where you waver back and forth between body neutrality and body positivity and like neither state is probably going to be consistent because shocker your body is going to change throughout your life so you might experience body positivity like one stage but something might transform your body and now you have to work to maybe accept it again definitely so yeah i think that's another thing to take into consideration which sometimes is not always promoted as frequently, I think, in the body positive community. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, it's it's definitely something that needs to kind of be integrated in that. Because um, it's a, it can be an all or nothing community, which I think is, um, can be not very beneficial to a big group of people. 
So, but I think it's also telling like the people are part of the body positive community probably have lived in a black and white universe for a long time. So I don't want to, you know, sit here and, and shame the body positive community, but I think it's just telling of yeah. the world, right? Like okay. right, wrong, yes, no, up, down. Like I think it's often promoted to have this uh, very clear way of thinking where it is such a gray situation. Yeah. And, uh, and quite honestly, like, you know, defending the body positive community, they're working against like a very big force, which is like the media and like what everyone has been telling us to be our whole entire lives. So I think sometimes what it is really is them kind of meeting them with the same intensity um, to kind of almost balance it out or kind of, you know, two fire hoses going at each other. They both have the same exact kind of speed. Um, So one isn't going to outbeat the other. And so I think that is also probably one of the reasons why it gets, it can be so intense. And so like, you got to be all or nothing kind of thing, because that's the other, that's how the other side acts as well. I totally agree. I was nodding my head the entire time Hannah was just talking. I think that, if you're going to get your point across in this sort of situation, like yelling it from the rooftops almost needs to happen in certain crowds. Um, because I think most Americans and people that have experienced influences from Western culture have just been so directed towards like, Oh, like thin is best. Yeah. Like uh, if you're a plus size body, then your body's not healthy or like all these messages, like fat shaming, like I, re- there's like even YouTubers creating videos, like shaming body positive people. It's like, what is this about? Like, we don't need to be constantly, like you said, like blow or having fire hoses, like directed at each other. But yeah, no, hopefully one day that will change. Well, and it's also, yeah. And I've seen that too. And it's like, it's, you know, people who are on TikTok who are body positive and people commenting on it, or like you said, people making YouTube videos about body, body positive influencers. I guess I tend to wonder like why those people are so against body positivity that they go out of their way to make videos, which takes a lot of work. So I guess like my question is how the body, like how, what, what about body positivity triggers them so much to create something that's like against it? Truly. Yeah, that's a good question. I think that would be a very interesting thing to research and, you know, someone who is into psychological research to do. I think anecdotally people don't like change. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, this is the way that it's always been. So this is the way that it should be forever. Yeah. Um, I think that, comes up in a lot of social justice issues. Um, and I think body positivity is right alongside there with like being a social justice issue. Cause I think there's been discrimination mm-hmm. um, towards different bodies over time. So yeah, people don't like change. And yeah, and you're, you're completely right. You know, um, body positivity and like, it is a hundred percent a social justice issue. Um, because like you said earlier too, like the body is based off of a Western ideal and that's like a white Western ideal. Right. So it's, uh, it's what we, what we think, what we think women should look like, which is white skinny and have like a lot of money. So, um, 
And that's, and that's like a, not, that's not like all of America. And that's not like a big representation of even of, you know, people who have eating disorders, which is also kind of what, um, is described as, is like a white skinny woman. Whereas like, you know, anorexia isn't also the only thing. So that's a whole other thing I could like go off. Yeah, Yeah, I think there's a lot of room to grow in the body positive community too. Because I think if anything, it's directed towards women, Mm -hmm. but it needs to be directed towards men, transgender, non-binary, gender fluid, like all of those people need to be included in this movement in order for it to really be I think a driving force of change globally. Um, So hopefully that is to come. And I know there's already some people a part of it that are part of those other communities besides like the white woman. Um, But I think there just could be more and we need to, I think, promote those people who um, are part of those other communities, not just the white woman community. That's all about body positivity. Definitely. Definitely. So my next question is, where do you think the body positive community got a lot of its steam from? Like, where do you think people really started to notice it, if you can recall that? Yeah. um, hmm. You know, quite honestly, uh, it... I personally, and it it probably honestly came from somewhere else. I think this is just the first place I noticed it, Um, especially because I, you know, before I started going to grad school, I worked in editorial. So I worked in magazines. And I think the thing that I was seeing like very early on was um, Ashley Graham is a great example. I think like there just was a movement where there was this very like influential, like, quote, like, bigger bodied like models essentially. And I think like that kind of came in magazines that came with like a lot of articles that came with a lot of interviews, magazine covers, like billboard covers. So I think like just the integration of what would be considered a plus size model into like our society at the time is kind of what steamrolled being like, Hey, like I'm okay. Or I'm beautiful. Um, but that's just me. And I honestly, am, it, it definitely could have come from somewhere else. And I'm sure it did. Um, but I think that that is where I first started to notice it and started to see like kind of a almost like domino effect from honestly, Ashley Graham and kind of making herself a supermodel. So, yeah, I definitely think that was a very key role, like supermodels. And again, going back to influencers, YouTube, Instagram, now TikTok. Mm-hmm. I have a, a feeling though, historically, and maybe this is just my thoughts, um, that almost like feminism breeded body positivity. Yeah. Like the idea that women have a, a, a right to speak up and ask for equality and all of these things, I think is almost like body positivity. Body positivity is almost like a branch of like feminism in a lot of ways. Um, just because, again, like women didn't have a say, like men decided that be- skinny means beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I and this is also could be very construed because I feel like I did this research in high school. So that was a long time ago. But um, I think like the first time it was like decided that models would be like would be smaller bodied or that like that 
that being like thinner was considered beautiful was based off of like one of the world's fairs where it was like this person was show this designer was showing their clothes and he wanted like women who basically looked like hangers. And that's kind of how that started. Um, don't fact check me on it or do. <laughs> I think that, yeah, it, it, it's all very just like a base off of these like almost um, small, what seems like a small meaningful thing, but it just kind of transcended into something where it's like, this is the kind of ideal body. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like that's kind of when I started to notice it. Because of course, like, I think one of the reasons I'm very into body positivity is because I, I had my own issues with body positivity in high school. Um, and I saw a lot of my friends have those issues and, uh, it's, it's just such a horrible experience to like, not like your body, um, and put it in like the top values of how you see yourself, you know? And so, yeah, I think like just based off of media and that's because that's what I consumed a lot. I just saw like the kind of the rise of Ashley Graham and a lot of those other models who weren't like conventionally skinny. I think your body impacts your life more than perhaps someone who doesn't experience body like dysmorphia or body consciousness um, or negativity like more often then maybe they realize, right? Like for someone who's never struggled with their their body, let's say, they don't think that like, oh, every time you get dressed, it matters. Every time you look in the mirror, it matters. Every time you fix your hair, fix your lipstick or whatever, like every single time that you adjust yourself, like the words in someone's head who is or the voice or narrative inside someone's head that has negative ideas of their body, it's like, just like this constant like yeah. lashing basically. Um, well, it, it can be, I'm not saying that everybody's experience is exactly the same, but if you're like truly in this like really body negative space, it impacts like every single moment of the day, really. It really does. And you know, I think like too, I would almost argue that people who like haven't experienced what be considered like, you know, feeling uncomfortable in their body, if they really think about some of the things that they do or some of the things that they like don't eat because of a certain reason or look at because of a certain reason, most likely you're thinking about your body more than you think, because that's just the society we live in, unfortunately. No, I totally agree. Like the idea, I have watched this one uh, YouTuber that talks about like the size and clothing and how like even that is like seen as something that we can like objectively measure ourselves by. Like, oh, I wear a size like 14, that means this. Or, oh, I wear a size 10, that means this. And it's just, it's so interesting how so many things can influence the way that we judge ourselves and judge our body. Like, oh, that person's like vegan or, oh, that person, you know, only eats meat or like all of these things are so like integrated, it seems. And it's hard to untangle them, but we all in some way or another, I think are influenced um, by our bodies and the way that we see ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, and honestly, speaking of clothing too, it's like, that's a whole other experience. You know, there's like a lot of um, brands now who like, thankfully are kind of getting away from kind of othering the plus size, which I think is like, it is a, is a crazy thing to me because I think like 
the average size in America is like a 16. And so that's considered plus size. And so you're taking most of America's women and kind of like putting them in a separate pile in a way. And I think, I, I guess like for me, I don't, I've never really understood why like plus size has to be a different tab on the website or has to be a different section and why it just can't like all be in the same area. Um, and there's been brands who've kind of gotten away from that. Like, you know, there's universal standard who like has these like great, like range of sizes made well has created more sizes and they don't like put it in a plus size section. I'm pretty sure. Um, that's always just been something where I guess I think so much about it because I'm like, I've experienced that, but it's also like, I also imagine other people experiencing it as well. And also feeling like really kind of like off to the side or kind of like, Oh, this is like your section kind of thing. Yeah. Even the labeling of standard sizing yeah. and plus sizing, like what does it mean to be standard sizing? That just to me means like, Oh, that's another word for normal mm -hmm. <laughs> or that's another word for like good or, or something. Right rather than it just be like, oh, we have sizes from XX small to like 5X, right? right, And that's just like the size range right. rather than, oh, this is standard and this is plus. Right. Well, and it's also like, I feel like a lot of these brands tend to do this thing where they're like, well, it costs more money to make plus size clothes. And it's like, I don't think you're losing that much money, like your target or you're like this, like you have plenty of money, like relax. <laughs> so yeah, I get that of course gets into a whole nother conversation as well. But um, I think there's just like a lot of really kind of like dumb excuses, to be honest, in like yeah. clothing community. No, for sure. So the final question I have is for those that are not in support of the body positive community, what do you think that they need to hear to perhaps change their minds? You know, um, I think this sounds harsh quite off the bat, but if you, I guess I would say you should understand that being smaller than someone else doesn't make you prettier, smarter, better, or like healthier than that person. Be, and, you know, that kind of brings in like health at every size. Like you can't, BMI is kind of like fake. So, one also get through your brain that BMI isn't a real thing. Um, yeah. So I just don't think it like, it makes you, it makes you better than anyone else, like being a certain size. And so I think like understanding that that has like little value on who you are as a person is like what you need to wrap your head around to understand that like the body positive community is an important integration into helping everyone feel like good about themselves. Cause right now, like people who are in larger bodies sometimes are, are considered like can be perceived as more lazy or can be perceived as like lesser than, or not as smart when that's like, quite frankly, not the case. And so I think it's just like, what you need to hear is that you need to like basically erase everything that you've learned and that you're, you you are on the same tier and the same level as everyone else, I guess. And, and that sounds mean. I don't think they're going to like that I said that, but it's the truth. I think 
ultimately what people who are anti body positivity probably need to hear in my mind is that like body positivity is not an attack like on you. Yeah. It, it's not like any, any social justice issue is not a personal attack on like who you are as an individual. Yeah. It is trying to fight the discrimination and non-inclusivity that exists in the world. Mm-hmm. I think that is the whole point. Oftentimes when I hear people trying to defend any social justice issue as being like anti them, it's like, no, it's not anti you. It's just trying to change the system. So everyone is included. Everyone is cared for like equally. Everyone is judged based on like their individuality and not some sort of societal norm that we have established over decades that have no bearing in truth or facts or, and it's all subjective. Yeah, no, um, that is a really nice way of putting it. I feel like I put it very neatly. <laughs> you know what? I, I spent like four years in New York. So to all the listeners out there, I'm trying really hard not to be so blunt, but, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think, I think you're totally right. And I think it, it's not a, an attack and, and that's, and that's a hard thing. Cause like as humans, we're naturally selfish, right? So the way we see kind of everything is that it's like against us when necessarily that's, that's not the truth. And you don't lose any of your value or who you are by someone else feeling comfortable in themselves. And if anything, you should want that because that in that, like will seep down and make you more comfortable with yourself. Um, allowing the body positive community to like flourish and grow will be the best way for you or your children or your friends or your family to feel comfortable and happy because like the body and not loving your body is such an isolating bad experience that if you knew how it felt, you wouldn't want anyone else to experience it. Yeah, totally. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this conversation today. I feel like we covered a lot of things um, and I hope that everyone learned something or maybe was inspired to go learn more about some of the things that we talked about today. Um, So thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you. 